everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Motivation Suite, your dedicated source for all things motivation, inspiration, and mentorship. I am your host, April, and I am so glad that you are tuning in today for another podcast episode. And I am so excited that we are continuing on with our series, A Simple Chat Amongst Friends. And I'm so excited to be saying that Miss... Bridget is back in the suite. So everybody, please, in the community, please give a warm virtual welcome to Bridget. Yes, yes, indeed. So Bridget, how you been doing today? I have been doing great. Yourself? I have been good. I have been good. It's been busy around these parts here, but you know, we're making it. <laughs> That's yes. exactly right. Absolutely. Hello, hello. That's sure. It sure is. And of course, for our listeners, you'll be catching this up with a upload on the Tuesday, but you know, we're hanging out on a Friday here. <laughs> so Today's conversation I thought was a really interesting conversation. It was definitely one that I found to be very thought-provoking. And before I just enter into the suite, the topic that we are going to be discussing, I was kind of interested on if you felt the same way. So I was wondering if you were excited about this topic as well. Oh, yes, I am. Very okay. much excited. All right. It's actually, it's- Maybe very curious too. Mm. The way that I was think, I was thinking one way at first. And uh-huh. There may be a little bit of change going on, so mm. um, you know, I'm I'm excited about speaking on it and oh. you know, kind of bouncing off and seeing you know what your percep- uh, perception of some of the stuff is mm-hmm. and what mine is, and if you know we're thinking the same thing, or you can kind of help me maybe clarify and you know, or no, get some clarity as to some of the things that I've kind of like read upon mm-hmm. in this recent you know week of us just kind of like you know picking our brains about the topic itself yes yeah i would definitely agree that this is going to be one interesting thing especially when we start to look at um what the written perspective is and then kind of marrying it up with maybe your thoughts or what your experiences are so you know community we're not going to leave you in suspense any longer <laughs> this interesting topic we are discussing today is is there such a thing as a soulmate or kindred spirit? So for my opinion of that is, you know, I agree that both exist. Now I'm going to break it up and talk about each one, you know, somewhat separately and the reasons how I would connect one to the other. Now I've always um, felt and I guess been more connected with the fact that a soulmate was usually representative of a relationship that was more on the romantic basis, right? And so I've always, I wouldn't say it was a fantasy or fairy tale because I don't believe that the concept or conversation about soulmate was very prevalent in my uh, upbringing. (laughs) It wasn't something that I sat around just talked to with with my mom or anything like that, Um, or even really any friends for that matter. I don't think I got into really thinking about that concept until I became an adult and probably um, a few more years into my adulthood where you started really looking at the perspective of what you would be wanting in a partner for life. And so soulmates, I thought, was this really big, ominous type of descriptive um, to an individual that was almost kind of a fantasy in a sense. 
Uh-huh. You know, and so taking that romanticism out of the word soulmate or the that sentiment out of the word soulmate, I think is made it more relatable to how I would apply that to an individual that I would choose to spend the rest of my life with. So I look at that from that aspect of soulmate, and I'll go into that a little bit more, but that's kind of an over um, look or overview of how I felt a soulmate was. Now, as far as kindred spirits, now that is one that, um, again, I don't know, really just didn't talk much about and met, and definitely didn't talk about it in the same sense of a soulmate. You know, it always felt like, like I said, soulmate was just really that big ominous type of uh, individual or sentiment that was a standalone and really not connected to anything else other than that. So I would say with kindred spirits, which I absolutely love that term, and I actually use it now more often um, over the last few years, um, I guess, you know, just being connected in different ways with different people, uh, that I look at more of a kindred spirit as any type of relationship-based connection that makes you feel like you've known this person or should have always known this person for life. And I don't know how many people out there in the community believe in past lives, (laughs) But I also think it's something connected with that as well. Um, If you were to, you know, look at it from that perspective, this is someone you should have met or someone that your souls had already connected with at some point. Um, I just kind of feel, you know, or souls or spirits, whichever one you want to go, direction you want to go. I just feel that um, those things were always rooted in something of historic proportion that you may not even been aware of. Um, So in the quick definition of or definition (laughs) and the quick explanation of which i prefer if they exist or not i would say yes to both and as far as the soulmate portion is concerned you know i think when i look at taking that romanticism out of soulmate that perfect type of individual right because i think we sometimes would get so caught up about perfection and at the end of the day perfection really doesn't exist There is no, you know what I'm saying? There is no perfect person, right? Um, But there is what is perfect for you. And, you know, and I think that when you stop looking at things from such a high level and look at what really works for you, we can take that overwhelming feeling about finding that perfect one out of the equation. What do you think about that? I totally agree with that because Mm -hmm. the fact that that's, like you were saying, it's not about, no one is perfect, but there is someone that's perfect, that's perfectly made for you. Right. That's the way I see it. And as far as, that's the one thing that I was also looking at as far as like with soulmate, I think we we have fantasized about that like at a young age, mm-hmm. that soulmate. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we put so much emphasis on soulmate on a romantic level. Yes. You know, because of the fact that's all we've heard about in movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I've met my soulmate. Or, mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking for my soulmate. You know, <laughs> you try to make sure that the, even the stars are lined up so you can meet your soulmate. You yeah, know, and yeah. it's like the one thing we don't really talk about much is kindred spirits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with you on that aspect, too, that kindred spirits can be anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be anyone. Yes. You know, so... um, 
total agreeance on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, so funny when I talk about the kindred spirit aspect, which I just really love that term, to be honest with you, because, you know, it really is so reflective of like when I have friends um, and close friends who I may consider as more or less like family. And, you know, like I would consider you a kindred spirit. I feel that we were individuals that should have been in each other's lives, right? I have other people that are friends of mine or just in more of a platonic, non-romantic relationship who I cannot imagine my life existing without them being in it. Like we just click and we have common ground in a way that we really understand each other. And the relationship seems much easier, you know? And so I, I love the term kindred spirit. I love, I think that that's such a wonderful way of showing connection between um, individuals in a non-romantic way, you know. Um, I do believe sometimes a soulmate can become a kindred spirit as well. You know, maybe if you had a relationship uh, that didn't quite work out, but you decided you were better as friends. And I think you had mentioned that in our one of our previous episodes about, you know, when we're talking about like things under the communication area. And you had mentioned about, um, you know, how you may have a, a relationship with someone, but it may not be the right person for that. But yet you guys are like great friends. And, you know, so, yeah, I just think that um, the kindred spirit aspect, I think, is is really wonderful to really show that connection and that closeness with that person. It's it's that wing man or wing woman type of individual, wing person, uh, whichever you prefer. And it's that individually, you know, it's got your back. Sometimes maybe even in a way that a romantic relationship may not, to be honest with you. (laughs) You know, so I really uh, do believe that those do exist. Now, flipping back to the soulmate uh, concept. Now, I kind of brought into the area of perfection and thinking that, you know, this kind of uh, moniker was established that this person has to be a perfect person. So, you know, whatever that means exactly. And I don't know if you remember, but there was a a time, I don't know if this happens much now, um, but you know, a time where we always had these lists and you would have to jot down like 50 things that you would want this perfect person to have. (laughs) And you can never get everything on that list. Sometimes the top five was out the door. Sometimes he would scratch it. Yes. And doesn't that go back to some of the things we had talked about before when you were trying to force someone to be what you want them to be because you think that's how they should be. So, I mean, that is such a good point you make because that is such an example of us trying to sometimes, you know, look at a situation and, okay, this is what we thought we wanted and and we don't see it, but we want this situation so bad that we will make it fit, you know, uh, to our thing. And and, and sometimes, you know, we find out it doesn't fit. So, um, you know, and then a whole lot of heartache ensues and then, you know, there we go. But, (laughs) but yeah, I just think that it's, um, really interesting that that was something that seemed to have such a um oh like it was such a thing and you and you're right you may go through the first five into things on your list and you're already justifying exactly, you're justifying <laughs> yeah because you deem that person as your soulmate because it's 
it's flawless, it's mm-hmm. effortless, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're looking into that person's eyes and you're feeling a certain way, so you're thinking that's the chemistry, this has to be my soulmate, because <laughs> there is chemistry, you know, yes. and I think a lot of that is, is that we're making it where the soulmate is, that's a, it goes back to, you know, that, that word, just mm-hmm. being associated with being on the romantic end, mm-hmm. you know, nothing mm-hmm. more than just being, you know, that, and of you know, like I said, making people kind of fit mm-hmm. into that realm of what we want them to be. Because mm. we feel like, oh yeah, this is natural. I can see myself, with, you know, with this person for the rest of my life. And right. That's usually what you feel the soulmate is. Right. You know, you feel those sparks. But, you know, the sad part about it is, my mama used to tell me all the time when you're young, my mom used to say, you know what, that's not for gas. <laughs> and let's move on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you don't see any of that but mm. in actuality you know it's you trying to fit that person into that mode of mm-hmm. you know what you deem okay this is this you know this should, this should be my, my soulmate because it is a natural type of you know connection we do have things in common mm-hmm. you know but then there's other aspects of that too that it's like you know it's not just the fantasy of you being finding that 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 soulmate that person has to also you know what i'm saying fit you Right. Not just what you think, you know, just like, okay, well, you know, this is good. But there's other aspects that we have, you have to look into when you're talking about picking that partner. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I said sometimes it's like, you know, I thought at the beginning, I'm not going to lie to you, when I, when you talk about the question, I was thinking kindred spirits and mm-hmm. soulmates are the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had to break down the, you know, the, the dictionary and figure mm-hmm. out, you know, hey, what does, you know, what's the definition of each one and what is the difference between the two? Right. And there are a lot of similarities between the two. Yes. And I think that because we tack on that romantic aspect mm-hmm. of soulmates mm-hmm. then we throw kindred spirit into a different category mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but actuality they are they can be blended one in the same you know? yep and i've read that it says that soulmates have a deeper connection right but see sometimes it all depends like i hear what they're saying mm-hmm. but sometimes when you have a friendship yes you know, so even like with ours our friendship goes back to is it elementary school? Elementary school, school yes. You know yeah. What I'm and it's like, and then we found each other on, you know, on Facebook years later. Right, right. And we picked up, literally, <laughs> picked up from where we left off. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's that kindred spirit. Because right. it's like, that person is supposed to be in your life. Yes. You've thought about this person, you know, they've come across your mind over the years. Right. And, you know, at some point in time, it's like, it will be great to talk to them. Yes. You know, and then when we did that, it's like, now, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I can't see you not in my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? When right. at one point, it was like, I, when I was younger, I, I see that. You know, this is my friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be, of course, you know, you're younger. We're going to be friends forever. Yeah. You know, and circumstances change mm-hmm. to the point where that wasn't the case. Right. But it's like, now... It's like, well, why can't we be friends forever? Right. No you know kidding. And that I think was what it comes into that 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 kindred spirit. It's mm-hmm. like everything about you and I, we have a lot of things in common. There're gonna be some, you know, differences, mm-hmm. but the majority of the things that we share, you know, we have a lot of commonalities on how, you know, you and I are, you know, how we conduct ourselves. Right. You know, how, you know, just in life, how, you know, our family lives, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, it just, it works. Yes. You know, yeah. you don't know where it comes from. Right. You don't even know what it, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I don't, like, we were young. So yes. It wasn't like, you know, we were just like, we were educated to know that, hey, these are the connections that we need 
speaking. Right. So, like, as far as, like, you know, consciously, consciously saying that this is what, you know, what, what our relationship is going to be. Right. Yes. Yes. It just kind of like manifested itself like that. It really did. And you know, the funny thing about that, when you talk about the friendship aspect, because that's really what I identify kindred spirits with, is um, I remember so vividly, like I don't necessarily remember maybe every single, you know, friendship I may have had, especially at a young age and how it got started. But yours is one that I remember. I remember where we were. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact clothing, but you know, if I think a little bit, I might be able to pick up Girl, something. Now, hold on, now you just me? <laughs> I can't remember no clothes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but I just, I, you know, but, the, but what, oh, if I can get it out, but what it means to me is the details that I remember, you know, it's like a song you remember during a memory, um, what someone's car may have looked like, or if you met on a bus, and in our case, we met on a bus. And, you know, it's just, I remember exactly where we lived and all of these things. And so all these details and all these memories associated with that make it so much easier to stay connected because I actually, you know, it's something I valued and have for my entire life. So, you know, I really think that, you know, what that means for us is, you know, our spirits were meant to be. And who would is still, again, it still astonishes me, even when I just sit here and think about it, that um, we're in a position where, oh my gosh, so many years later, look what we're doing right now. I mean, who would have ever thought, you know, like, it's I just, know I have no, it was never in the realm of any type of form of possibility because for us due to our experiences in our, you know, um, in our life and how we met and where we met and through what means we met, you know, eventually we were not going to be living in the same location because we were both, you know, no. you know, affiliated with the military. So you don't ever know once that person is out of your life, you know, I don't know about you, but I really haven't kept in touch with anybody else. So, especially from men. Yeah, you, you do. Mm -hmm. As you get older, it makes it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But you can kind of like write more because, you know, mm -hmm. we used to write a lot. Yes. Know? Yes. I know your, the younger viewers may not understand those, but we used to write letters to each other. <laughs> because that, I was, that was our communication. Absolutely. You know? And after a while, you stopped even doing that because life yes. just took you in different directions. It really did. You know, and mm -hmm. military, like you said, military background took you in different locations. Absolutely. Also. And those are things, you know? yeah, and you have no control over that because those yeah. were not our, our decisions made. It's That's just part of the situation and how that, you know, falls. But when you still are, I think, reflective of that individual, and especially when you meet people that are in very progressive times of your life, just as much as someone that you may meet that comes in, into your life during a difficult time or some type of challenge that was major to you that was going on and they, they came into your life and at that time it was a help or, or a distraction from other things, you're going to remember those people. You're going to remember, you know, the kindness of those individuals. You're going to remember how you felt you know, with that individual in your life, did that person bring you joy? Did you get a chance to get some laughs? Do you have some kind of fond memories that are associated with that relationship or that um, friendship um, that allowed it to maybe not be so hard in the time that you were dealing with every your challenges? And I think that's the same. And just any type of impressionable years of your life. And I think meeting people when you're a, a child or just of a younger age, there's a purity to the relationship, you know, to the friendship. There is no 
obligations of anything. Nobody had any money. It was not about that. Um, there was no such thing as status. There was nothing of that. Yeah. We're all just trying to get out of fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> Same common goal. <laughs> but you're right. I mean, there was nothing else to, you know, and, and for us, we did not have to run into any kind of situation where we liked the same boy. So, I mean, there was no real conflict in that way, exactly. you know? And so I just think it was in such the purest of form that you just have two individuals who were just so lucky to be in a position, so blessed, I should say, uh, more than luck to be in a position to meet each other and then actually really form what has turned out to be a lifelong bond. And that is not something I feel that is happens often when you are individuals who grew up in the military as we did. So, you know, those are the types of things that you really do cherish. You know, we didn't have the good fortune because I think that whatever is, is, you know, and um, I will never take back the opportunities that I've had to be able to live in different locations all around the world and all of those things. I would never want to ever change that. And at the end of the day, why would I? Because I wouldn't have met you, you know, and that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, that was it. And that's the thing about it was that that particular situation, um, going to a school, going to an area that was new to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like once you met people, right. you know your whole life at that point kind of changed. Yes. Because you met friends. And that's yeah. just like when you meet people, when you go into a new area, you're not familiar with people, you meet friends. And then, you know, you look forward to that. Mm-hmm. But like you said, us being so young, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have that history like some people, if you know, as you talk to people who've been in the same, mm-hmm. they've, been, they've been in the same city all their life. Right. So their friends have, they went to, basically elementary school they were in preschool together mm-hmm. you know they was like in their mama wound and their mama was best friends right we don't have that history they went through elementary school then junior high then high school then yeah. they went to college right you know, we don't have that type of history no. with everyone that we call or we deem a friend right so when you do have that you do have an appreciation for you know that the, that the friendship even though there was this space and time mm-hmm. that we did not speak mm-hmm. even though each other were right and it's like when we come back it's like you don't want you know you don't want that to ever be where there is a space again right yeah it's like you almost like you can't even imagine that being the case a second time around because yeah. you know it was it was already a challenge enough or you know when you're always kind of wondering what that person may be doing and all the type of life events that really was missed and uh you know and i think that's so important to really reflect upon for individuals who do meet in circumstances like that who do develop and develop friendships like that you know when you can meet someone at a young age have a couple years there really connect as friends and then be gone for so many years and then come back together as if nothing ever happened. And, nothing but, happened, you know, yeah. and you have a lifetime literally of stories and um, experiences to share. And it's so funny. I think that you find some of the similarities, like you had mentioned earlier that are like, you know, between you and that person, it's, it's, it's pretty astonishing actually, mm-hmm. you know, it is. And so I firmly in that sense, believe in kindred spirits. I do believe there's people who are meant to connect and they are meant to be in each other's lives for whatever reason. I am very firm believer of a reason and a season and a lifetime. Yes. And I think that you can pretty much, you know, prescribe that to 
many different aspects in life, to be honest with you, and definitely with people. And there are some people that I've had in my life who were good for a reason, were there for a reason, and now they're no longer there. And then if I'm wondering why that person's not around, well then depending on how, and, and not everything ends in a situation where you're not friends anymore, just life goes on and you go separate ways and you don't really, I don't know, just don't have much of a reason <laughs> to connect anymore. But, but if you look back in that time frame, maybe you look at what was going on in my life that would mean why that person should be there. Sometimes people are in your life to teach you lessons, to show you things, to show you things about yourself to show you right, give you to help you get through a situation that you may have gone through that, right you know maybe you needed support or you may you know you may needed their advice at that particular point in mm-hmm. time you know or they may need yours yeah you yeah know, then it's that friendship that's life I'm not that, that, that's pretty much life mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the fact that you have people that are like you said they're there for different reasons right you know, and it's, you have to recognize what that's, what their role is at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, too, it's like it becomes easier mm-hmm. sometimes for relationship for you to be able to, like, let go of some relationship. Yes. Because of the fact that you realize that the pers- that person has served their, their purpose at right. that time. Or you've served your purpose in the situation at right. that time. Right, yeah. You know, and they're not meant to go, as they say, can, they're not meant to continue on your journey. Right, that's so true. You know, and that's okay. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes we hold on to that fantasy of what it is that we believe that they're supposed, that role, not say fantasy, they're that role mm-hmm. that we believe they're supposed to play in our lives. Right. Which, like I said, that's a lot of soulmates that you'd be like, you know, <laughs> well, maybe this person, you know, should be there. They've done this, they've done that, and then we kind of get it confused too, especially if they were there for, with us at a time that was very damaging to us. It was life-changing. Right. You know, it was like, especially if some, you've lost somebody. Yes. If you yeah. went through a loss of a loved one, Mm-hmm. If they were there for you, mm-hmm. a lot of times you can kind of confuse that soulmate mm-hmm. that you think is that person that you think is a soulmate, mm-hmm. and they're not. They're not your soulmate. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's an aspect. They're, just, they're simply there to help you through that situation. Yes. Yeah. And then and then things sometimes just kind of like I like to call fade to black. And I say that because I've in so many instances, yeah, I just, right. You know, I don't remember really why there's no real reason why we made, it may just be because I had to move, relocate to some, you know, and it just didn't pick back up and there was no hard feelings. And if I saw that person again later on, I would be just fine. And I would still say hello and all those things. It's just nothing happened. And so if I don't really remember a lot other than that, I just kind of, they just, sometimes people just fade to black and, and it's okay. And everybody moves on, you know, and that's just way that goes yeah so i really do think that you know the concept of having a kindred spirit is so uh prevalent in day to day and i also feel like all the things that we've gone through in these last couple of years for sure you know last year and and still through this year and may we'll still be going through similar things into next year we've really been able to focus a lot on our relationships and the people that are having our lives. And I often say that, you know, you should never be afraid to take inventory of the people in your lives, just as much as you would take inventory of other things like your job and and, and things that make you feel good and don't make you feel good, right? You know, aspects in your life that you want to change, you know, whether you want to get yourself squared away because you're trying to go on some type of um, professional growth or personal growth, you know, you would take inventory, you would take stock of what's going on. But I do feel that that works with people as well. And I think that with the world, in other words, slowing down, 
it's made you to really think outside of your normal boxes and really starting to see how people and how you interact with people, especially when you're paying attention to see how and if those relationships are ones that you should really continue with. And sometimes you might find that, oh, I could trim my list a little bit. And it would be okay. And those I would not consider kindred spirits. I would just consider those no, being people not. that were there for reasons, sometimes a season. Associates. Yes. Associates. Oh, you're your associates. That's right. That's yeah, right. And then you moved on. And <laughs> but those kindred spirits are those people really who are that you feel, you know, when you feel connected, like, you know, you'll talk to them and you're like, oh my God, I feel like I've known you like forever. Like I just, or you just have a fast friendship with. Yeah. 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 I was getting ready to say. You will meet someone and it's like you can be talking to them and next thing you know, 30 minutes have passed by and it's like, hold on. Yes. I yeah. don't even know you like that. Right. And we done sat here we done went around the world. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, you, whether it be, because it could be male or female. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't matter exactly. You know, it, may, it doesn't matter who it is. Yep. It's just the fact that sometimes you just have that connection with someone. Right. To the point where it's like, you know, now... Let me, let me backtrack too. Mm-hmm. When you meet some of these people mm-hmm. and you have this instant connection with them, mm-hmm. do you always, does it always follow up with a friendship? Because mm. see, sometimes I can meet someone, I think that may also be my personality. Ah, sometimes okay. I can meet people mm-hmm. and I don't really consider them, they can be kindred spirits, but mm-hmm. does a kindred spirit have to form into an actual relationship? That's a really or good it point. Just be from that particular point in time because I mm-hmm. have met people and I'm not quite sure exactly what it is about me that they deem that they want to tell their business to me, but mm-hmm. then we will start talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they feel comfortable. Yes. To the point where it's like they'll start talking about things. And like yes. I said, I don't know at that point in time if that, because that can also be deemed, you know, I can see it as God speaking through them to me, maybe giving me a message or vice versa. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that it's at that point in time, the conversation is easy. Mm-hmm. We're able to talk. We can relate to one another. Mm-hmm. But then they can turn around and leave. Yes. And I'm okay with it. Yes. And yeah. not have spoken to them another time ever in my life. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at that moment, there was a connection. Yes. I Oh, I've got a great, I'll keep it a short story about that. What I would call that, and I literally just had a conversation about this on a, a, a lesser scale, but okay. spoke about this with my uh, husband in regards to someone that I had met this past week actually what i called that and i actually said to him i think of that as like a soul to soul connection and that's just what i called you know because we're all made up of of souls and i think that in the heart of things your outside appearance whatever that is is not what matters who you are inside is what matters and i do think there are times when your souls reach out to each other even And it doesn't have anything to do with anything else. So I had this uh, scenario where I like to go and get me a breakfast burrito every now and again. (laughs) And there's a particular place that I go to. I've been there a few times. There is an individual that helps me, you know, get uh, my stuff together for me and and all that good stuff. And, And I like to be a really just welcoming individual no matter where I go, right? So, you know, if I'm coming over there and I'm placing an order, I'm gonna be, hey, how you doing? How's your day? Those kinds of things. I'm just that kind of person. I like to be treated that way. And so naturally I look at it from perspective how you would want someone else to treat you, you should be treating them that way, right? It's a two way street, you know? Um, and it's it's just comes uh, natural for me to be that 
way. And plus, someone's handling your food, right? I mean, the last you, thing you want to do is be something nasty. Right. That's the, that's the most important thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you want to be kind. Bad, Absolutely. Absolutely. It comes naturally. It comes authentically for me. I, you know, I see you as a person, right? So yeah. that's what I mean by that soul to soul connection. And look, there's not too many people that probably fit my description as I'm pulling up, you know, <laughs> to get my breakfast I burrito. To, I, I say that to say she probably remembered me because I know I remember her. And it's easier for individuals who come in contact with you to remember you sometimes more than it is for you to come in contact with them, right? Because she's probably in contact with many, many people in a day. But she just literally started sharing about a what would be a personal experience. And it started off with, you know, hi, how you doing? And she goes, you know, and she just started speaking about a difficulty that was going on in her life. And I just sat and I just listened and we just talked she doesn't know me from anywhere. We're both wearing masks and stuff. So you're not even seeing each other's expressions, but I can, but I'm very good at seeing your eyes. I'm, I concentrate on your eyes. You could tell like whatever was in her at that moment, she needed to share. And I'm a random person. You don't know me from nowhere. And she felt she needed to share with me. And I actually feel very honored in that, that God felt that I was a person that she could feel comfortable with to share such a, personal thing that she was going through. Yeah, personal matter. And we just, I kind of just talked with her for a few minutes and we had our conversation and, you know, I haven't seen her since. I, I went on about my way after, you know, we talked a little bit for those few minutes and it was just like a moment in time. There was nobody behind me. There was no one and no reason to stop us in having that bit of conversation. And what I believe that was, was a soul to soul connection. She had something on her mind and she needed to share it with somebody. And I was that next person who was going to get that sharing. And I was so open to that. And I just feel like, because at the heart of it all, we, in my feeling, we are made up of souls. And sometimes those connect, even when people who presumably you look at from the outside, you wouldn't think maybe have any kind of connection because I just feel that that's what it is. And I was, that was so profound to me in that moment because I was like, she didn't know me from Adam, but she felt comfortable enough because she was obviously troubled with what she was feeling. And it's something, you know, related to a lot of things that a lot of people are going through. And she just felt comfortable. And I'm, I may see her again. Yes. But will we ever have that conversation again? Maybe not. But I bet you every time I see her, I'm going to give her an extra, how you doing? How's the family doing? It's now gone into an area that you really do want to make sure that, you know, people like to feel good, authentically feel good. And we're not robots, as I say often. And I think that when people can shed back <laughs> on certain things and you see people for who they are, you'd be amazed at how common ground we really are. And we all have same hurts, you know, and so forth. But go ahead. I'm going to say, and that's true when you say we, we are more probably... We have more in common than we have differences. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is that it takes you to sit down and want to listen. Mm hmm You know? Yeah. Um, and a lot of times people aren't willing to do that. Right. You know? And I'm not going to say a lot of times. I'm going to say sometimes. Mm hmm It seems like the world, at, at, you know, at where we at right now, mm -hmm. that there's more people not willing to listen than there is willing to listen. Mm hmm But it's all because I think that people are... I think the pandemic too at some point in time just mm -hmm. kind of got people 
in an uproar. Yeah. You know, because we do, I don't care what anyone says, we need each other. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we really we do. We need like that physical touch. Mm-hmm. We need those conversations. We need that smile. Mm-hmm. We need that hug. Yeah. You know, from the even strangers. Yes. Because you'd be surprised. You can be having a bad day, mm-hmm. and someone comes up to you and says, "Well, hey, beautiful, how mm-hmm. are you doing?" Right. You know, or you know, have a good day, or open that door for you. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying when it seems like every door in your life may have been slammed, mm. that one person opens that door, and then all of a sudden. I say that you, of course, you know, it it automatically would get you in a happy mood. Mm-hmm. But it may make you think for that brief moment mm-hmm. that, you know, this can't, this too shall pass. Right. You know, and you, but you never know the impact of someone mm-hmm. just listening to you, mm-hmm. how that can turn your life around. That is so true. Be, you know, I always hear stories sometimes about people who, like, first of all, like during the holidays, you know, the suicide rate kind of goes up. Mm-hmm. You know, I know this is way off topic but it's just the fact that sometimes it just takes that one person Mm -hmm. to listen Mm -hmm. for them to change their mind Mm -hmm. and sometimes it is you know you never know you never know what you can do in someone's life that's true and that's why a lot of times you know I would say in that, that you want to leave with kindness because you never know what somebody is really going through. And I think that in that scenario, an example that I just gave, that's really what comes from that. This is why, because you never know what someone is going through and we all are going through something, you know, and yeah, I mean, no one is, is exempt. I mean, if you are, please drop a comment, let me know, because I sure love to know what your secret is. Mm-hmm. How, you how you get that <laughs> let me know i want to know but to know. you're right you know to yes oh, please too yes we will pass it to each other, <laughs> pass it to each other. <laughs> but yeah it's just one of those things that i i i totally agree with you and you know in the fact of we have to connect in some way or another and and i think that that's just innately what is part of us no matter what your external experiences are external changes whatever there's still that inner soul that inner spirit and that exists and those have to connect and those outside interferences can you know sometimes it has to break through that and it does and and then you see the moments and when that happens and then you know where you sit there like oh that's god oh yeah that you know i just i felt i was just delivered you know in that moment you know kind of thing because yeah at the end of the day that's what really is what matters so all this other stuff not so much (laughs) you know no (laughs) so at the end of the day you know those are so important and so to your point about kindred spirits or people that you feel that you do connect with for a short period of time does it have to evolve into something long term not necessarily because i do believe that god puts people in places for you and you in places for them to help them through life as well. I feel like God uses us as um, stewards for his message when he needs to do that, because that is what he does. And no one does his job better than him. And I wouldn't want his job because, um, you know, (laughs) it's, you know, I am totally (laughs) underqualified. So, you You know, know, sometimes we be trying to do his job. Oh, I, oh, look now, I'm always about, you be trying? Oh, look, I'm like, look. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, Bridget, I'm going to let you try this out, but then you're going to have to come back because it's not going to work for you. Yeah, because it doesn't. (laughs) That's 
we're, 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 we're not qualified. We are not worthy on that front. Worthy in no. it being who you are and you're a worthy person, but we're underqualified for doing his job. <laughs> so, yes, I am so glad that he is doing what he does because um, he, he does it well. He really does. And so, yeah, I do feel that that is very much an aspect of our existence that, you know, sometimes people are put in place for certain things to happen for you. And someone has the power or has been given the power in their own way to be able to help you there. Most certainly, I believe that he puts you in that place or he puts you in the place to help someone else. And you may not even be prepared for it, you know, but he, at that particular point in time, he's going to tell you exactly what he wants you to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of, a lot of my French, the people that I, I, that I say are friends, Mm -hmm. we have that kindred spirit. Mm -hmm. Because I do believe that he matched me with people who are very similar to me. Yeah. Now, like I said, we have our differences. So it's like I have people around me who are simply just telling me what I want to hear. Right. You know, they will tap on sometimes those, even with my insecurities or things that I deem of that, you know, or my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You know, they will, they can lift you up. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But in the same sense, if you are, you know, you're out there not doing what you're supposed to be doing, they're going to bring you back down to reality. Absolutely. And you know, know, it's funny you say that. I had a a friend of mine who we are similar, I think, by the character of person, but we Mm -hmm. do things differently. And my husband, before we were married and we were all were mutual friends, had asked her a question, and, you know, because he's real good at asking these kind of thought provoking questions. He'll throw something out there <laughs> and then everybody starts chiming in. And it, yeah. And then we're having a discussion very much like this. And I just think that's so fun. So he had asked this out of the wall question. It was so funny. We were out to dinner and he says, I'm curious, why are you in April Friends? And she so quickly said, because I kind of looked at him like, you know, what are you, where are you going with this? <laughs> and she quickly said, because she's my conscience. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I laugh because, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> and that's a purpose that I serve. Um, and that's a purpose in our friendship because we would be, you know, we can have a lot of fun together, hang out together, but I am that one because, you know, I mentioned I'm a cautious kind of person. I am that one. If we're doing something, I'm like, nah, I don't think we should be doing that. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up and I don't believe in peer pressure. Um, <laughs> you know, when I say no, the answer is no. And that's that. And so this is our relationship. It is a, a huge basis and foundational piece of our friendship. And it is something that really is a binding part of our friendship. And I thought, wow, but what a powerful role to have is that you actually not only think of me in that way as a purpose for you in this friendship, it's actually something that is a positive that you listen to, that you actually care about. And so therefore, why, you know, hence we are friends. But I thought it was so funny. Her And her response was so fast. It was so fast. I mean, and she didn't even question. Like, I kind of looked at him kind of sideways. Like, where are you at? Where are you going with this? You know, why are you asking this question? What are you doing? You know, it just was, she was just like, yeah, automatic. automatically, automatically. And, and it was, and you know how you're very resolute in, in a response you give. It was very much like that. And I just, it may, it set me back too, because, you know, I may often talk about how someone is for me. I don't always maybe think about whatever might be 
I don't know, I guess kind of hard to say this, but if I'm being good in their life, right? Or, or if there's some value in, in what I'm doing for them. So to hear that was really, I really felt special. I really did, you know? And I think a lot of times, like you say, you know what role you may play in their life, but yeah. you're not always quite sure about it, right. you know, what they take from what you're telling them yeah. or what part you're playing. Because yeah. that's the one thing. Sometimes two people do feel as if, I'm, am I being a good friend? Mm-hmm. Am I being a good coach? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or being a worker, you have evaluations about it and they can tell you certain things. Right. <laughs> but in life, you know, am I being a good sister? Am I being yeah. a good wife? Am I being a good you know, mother, am mm-hmm. I being good aunt, you know, stuff like that, you know, or daughter. Right. You know, so you, you do tend to question that more so because of the fact that you don't get as much validation. Right. As mm-hmm. you would, like, let's say, you know, a, you being a student. Yeah. You get a grade. Yeah. You're at work, you get a race. Right. You know, so stuff like that. If you do, you're doing, if you're involved in sports, you get, you know, you can get that, that first place trophy or medal or whatever it is. Right. You know, you get the fastest time getting a good Guinness Book of World Records. Stuff like that where you, it validates it. But sometimes when you have, you know, like it's within your family or friends, mm-hmm. you don't always have that validation. Right, right. You so, don't. And, you know, you just hope to be doing good and you're not really maybe thinking about it. And then when it kind of happens in a moment like that where it's not planned it's not predicated on anything it's just a reason to give a question out there and let's just have a conversation about anything fun and it led into other topics and everything but i always remember that and i just thought wow that's a pretty powerful statement so i must have been doing a good job at being a friend i most certainly wasn't doing a good job at telling you no we ain't doing this too is the fact that if you're really truly friends with someone mm-hmm. when someone says that they're either not comfortable with something or they don't you know they can they can tell you i mean i would you know you can do it because you're an adult but mm-hmm. if i was you i would not do that yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. they're, they're looking out for your best interest right because sometimes you have friendships that you know you question whether or not they're genuine mm-hmm. in concern for you right and that's when you have to like you say start to you know, evaluate, look at that list and see, okay, who, who I need to try to get rid of. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't add to your life. Right. They're they're taking away from it. Exactly. And you don't need to surround yourself with people who, you have your own insecurities. Mm -hmm. You you know, you have people around you that, that will knock you down Mm -hmm. because they can. Mm -hmm. You don't need people in your circle to do that. Mm -hmm. You sure don't. You sure don't. (laughs) You know, and sometimes we have people that we, like you said, you know, they, because that's another thing. I was reading upon, like, soulmates when they were talking about, we we attach to the romantic aspect mm-hmm. of it, but you can, they can also be friends and family. Absolutely. You know, and that's the one yes. that shocked me. And yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. And I'm so, so glad you brought that up because, yeah, yes. So mm-hmm. that in itself, of, that's when you need to start evaluating some of those friends. Yes. Yes. You know, Absolutely. because they, they may be, you may have so many things in common. Mm-hmm. And there's that one little thing that rears a little head too many times. Mm hmm. And it's like, you know what? Do y'all really have, I mean, does, does the fact that you have all this as you deem in common, right. is that the core of what you really want this friendship to be? Right. Because that stuff may not mean anything to you, and the things that mean something to you is when that person is not on board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You That's know, so true. they're constantly negative about certain things. 
You know, right. they put you down on certain things. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not even happy for you. Mm-hmm. In certain moments, they, they should be happy for you. Right. So that's when you need to evaluate that. And that's when they may not be your soulmate. No. Or kindred spirit. <laughs> or kindred spirit. That's true. You know, that's they so have true. to go. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, no ands and buts about it. That is so true. Now, and don't look back and be right. okay with it. And be okay with it. Because then, you know, again, a reason or a season or a lifetime. So make your choice. <laughs> I think you will see how people fall into that when you are um, very aware of you and what works for you. I think that when you are very aware of yourself and the, the and your own value system, those uh, individuals will fall into one of those categories and you'll know it pretty early on even saying that doesn't mean that they can only stay in a category well no i mean a reason can be become a lifetime a season can be a reoccurring season and turn into a lifetime so it just depends but just understand that everybody does serve a purpose in your life and some will take the journey and some will not does that equate to a kindred spirit or not well i think it can in both areas yeah absolutely you you and that person can have a natural um progression in a friendship mm-hmm. you know but at some point in time it comes to a point where it does not grow absolutely and you know, and that's okay that, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and that's another thing too about it. it it may come natural for like you said that season right right and then when that season changes then then you have to try to figure out now a reason to keep them around <laughs> right and if you got to find know? out a reason to keep someone around then what is that telling you right come on now you got to go <laughs> We're showing the doors, people. We are showing the doors. We are showing the doors. <laughs> but you know what? It takes, even with that, though, it has mm-hmm. taken time for me to get to that point. It may have been easier for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I know with me, mm-hmm. it took me some time to get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. it was people who have come before me and who have, you know, I've listened to and they've given speeches and stuff about that. Yeah. You want everybody in your circle that's been in your circle for a you know, for forever mm-hmm. to go that journey with you, mm-hmm. but not everybody that you want there wants the same thing for you. That's true. So you have to cut those limbs and be okay with mm-hmm. them not going. Yeah. You know, because for one, you will not be able to get there because they're going to be putting their foot in your neck every <laughs> single time you yeah. try to take a different turn. Right. Yeah. You know, so sometimes it's just, you know, it rears ugly head, but mm-hmm. hey. Yeah, you know, I'm learning. Unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, later on in life, you learn more so than you do when you're younger. But mm-hmm. you still learn, right? That's true. And once you learn, you you do different. You know, right. Once you know better, you do better. That's true. Now, I will say to that, yeah, I think I am pretty good at axing people. <laughs> yeah, I I I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a problem? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's not you, you know, yeah. You found your value early. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. I think that I did not see, mm. you know, like some of my friends would tell me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's this particular situation. But a lot of times, you know, to me, I'm not one to say, oh, she's, she or he is jealous. Right. Right. I'm not that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are you jealous of? We're mm-hmm. in the same boat. We're mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we've come from the same background. Yeah. What is it that you, you know what I'm saying? But right. then it's like some people are just because, hey, 
that particular crime, you know, you end up buying your house before them. Yeah. You got your car before them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got a promotion like, before you them. You got your promotion. Mm-hmm. You know, you got married before them. Yeah. You know, you were in a successful relationship. You're making the money that they're not making. Yeah. You know, it could be any reason. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. simply, or it could just be a guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's, it can just be anything. It really can. And the can. sad part about it is, is that if they only mm-hmm. change their mindset, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like they're missing out on a great person, a right. great friendship. Yeah. A great friendship because they can't see past their own selves. Right. And so, and see, you, you said that so eloquently and so beautifully. And see... <laughs> With, tried, you tried. know, you really did. <laughs> now, and, and you're probably a little bit nicer than me. Um, <laughs> you know, but now for me, I would say obviously in my experience that there it's experience that has taught me to be that way, <laughs> right? I've had ex- experiences that, you know, I said, okay. And then all of a sudden I seem to be able to size a situation up rather quickly. And, you know, and I, and I love that, you know, I'm okay. I, I, I love that. I'm okay with that because now one may say, well, do you think maybe you might cut someone off maybe too soon? You know, well, I, I'll say this to that. I'm very connected with my intuition. I'm very connected with how somebody makes me feel right. And if my spirit, as I often say, if it doesn't settle well or wrestle well with my spirit, then I need not to be in that situation. So I think over the years, uh, and I think it's just become an automatic thing through life experiences and such, that I'm very connected with that. I'm, and I will often say that in verbiage, you know, oh, it doesn't sit right with my spirit. If it doesn't sit right with my spirit, I don't want no parts of it. It's just that simple for me. And what may at first at a certain age when you know sometimes when you're younger you know you're filling out you're getting to know people and 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 all these things these are learned ways of being right yeah sometimes you may i don't know there could be a casualty here or there where you may cut someone off before <laughs> but then i just look at it like well maybe that person wasn't meant to be through the journey <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? cuz if it was supposed to be it would be you know so you know those are things that you think about um but <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, that's it. If it ain't sitting right, it ain't sitting right. I ain't forcing it. I'm just not about forcing it. Life is too short. And, you know, I just want good people in my life. I want only good people I'm dealing with. I ain't got time for all of the drama, yeah. you know. Right I just don't. And either you're, you're there or you're not, you know. And, and I think as you, and I think that's also something as you learn, as you get older, you you do, right? You, your your oh, patience gets thinner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your tolerance level is, is at a different, uh, I don't know, sometimes uh, all-time low. You know, I'm only going to tolerate. It's yeah, right. Yes. I'm not going to tolerate the nonsense. So, you know, that that is just <laughs> something that I'm very connected with. So I think that's a, a huge part. Yeah, I'm not dealing with that foolishness. Yeah, that's not, right. Or my favorite word, and I laugh when my husband says nonsense, because I, I use that term a lot. I know it's like, you know, like I'll say, you know, oh, I cannot believe that. There's nothing but nonsense, you know. <laughs> And I say it a lot. So, and when he had laughed about it, I didn't even realize I was saying it as often as I did. Um, and I, yeah, I, those, there are some words I just love. And nonsensical is one of those words, too. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm just not interested in either any of it, you know, at all. So, yeah, I, I just think that it, it that is a really good point that you made about the fact that, yeah, soulmates sometimes can be, you know, friends. It doesn't have to be romanticized either. It doesn't. And, you know, I, if any time your spirits and your souls and you feel like they're supposed to meet and they're supposed to connect, they're going to. And that's just what that person is for you. Now, I got a question for you. 
Flipping back to the soulmate area and really looking at the aspect of the romantic part of it. Do you think you can have more than one soulmate? One oh, more than definitely. one great love in your life? I do believe so, yes. Okay, okay. I do believe so because of the fact that, like you said, the souls are so connected mm-hmm. that it can be, like I said, I was reading where soulmates can be a, a lot of different people mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. So if we just talk about the romantic, romantic aspect of it, mm-hmm. I still believe that you can have multiple. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. I think that especially, you know, in some aspects that if that person was to pass away mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I don't see that you I don't believe that you should not be able to connect with someone else right because yeah. just like you connected with that person right now you decided to go ahead and take what you know what what similarities you had and build on it mm-hmm. and I think that you can also find if you allow your heart to open back up which is very very hard mm-hmm. but if you allow your heart to open back up I believe you can make that connection with someone else. Mm, I love now, that. Probably, you know, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I love that. I just love that. Yeah, I think that it's going to be, you You feel like it's different mm-hmm. and you feel like it's harder. Yeah. Because I think years, sometimes years have passed, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes several years, if not some decades have passed mm-hmm. to the point where it was like, you know, that you have to think about doing that. Right, right. And now it's a different era. We're in a different, you know, time. It's feel like it's different time zone mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or twilight zone i should say <laughs> you know of what people are and right. what people are accepting now mm-hmm. that was not acceptable at that particular point in time absolutely you know i think that's what makes it a little bit hard where you feel like you can't yeah because it's you know what i'm saying it's like to get to get back into that dating pool mm-hmm. that's no joke no you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that is no joke right you know and it's like you deal with what you did not have to deal with for years it's the foolishness yes yes you go back to that foolishness that nonsense <laughs> you know that, that they be throwing out something we throwing out there it's like yeah you know as you said as you get older your tolerance is not as much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you feel like you know what i just need to sit my tail at the house yeah because of the fact that it's you know, it it seems impossible. Right, right. But I do believe that, you know, you just got to push through that stuff. And that's the hard part about it. That pushing through is hard. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, because you can get to a point where you do get set in your ways about mm. certain things. But once you open up your heart, you know, and you really step out mm-hmm. into what basically is like, a, you know, it's not, you're out of your comfort zone. Right. You know, I think that you can. Like, yeah. you don't have to deal with some frogs. Right, right. Because they out there. <laughs> you know, you're going to throw your little tails back in the pond <laughs> and tell them to grow the hell up. Yeah. But I think that eventually, you know, you will find, you know, what you're looking for. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that's what you have to just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. remind yourself mm-hmm. that this, you know, this is just a, a, a you know, just a, a fragment of time that you're kind of going through and mm-hmm. a, that you will have to just kind of, as if they kiss some frogs to get to the prince. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I would have to say that I do agree that you can have more than one soulmate in a lifetime as well. I think that the 
fantasizing of it is nice if you have that one special someone that rides out life completely for you. Oh, that would be absolutely Yeah, wonderful. I think that would be wonderful. Unfortunately for so many people, that just isn't always the case. And if they want to be able to move on in a new relationship and it doesn't take away from that great love they had prior, I say go for it because I don't think that we're meant to necessarily be on this earth alone. I mean, now, of course, for my situation, you know, no, you're going to stay with nobody for the rest of your life if I'm gone first. (laughs) There's no second soulmate for you. (laughs) No, but all all fun and games set aside. (laughs) Right. Or, you know, look, I can also be from the, the schooling of, look, you can find someone else, but just understand when it's time for you to come up there, there's only room for me and you in that cottage. So she'll have to go someplace else. Yeah, <laughs> all in love. Up here. Yeah. Up I'm just like, you know, all in love, you know, wish you well, but you're already taken that in that department. Very interesting. Yeah, that would be very interesting. <laughs> so, but yes, but I do feel like for individuals who want to and maybe even need to, I I say go for it. You know, I think that you can have many great loves. And again, a great love can also be tonic, just someone who you connect with and who is special for you and in whatever category that is. I think it's it's most certainly plausible to have um, more than one great love in your life. So yeah, oh my goodness. I just really enjoyed this uh, talking about, so I love talking about anything that deals with disconnection and, and uh, you know, kind of deep in diving into that. So um, yeah. So you have anything else you want to share about the, either one of those areas that you might not have gotten no, a chance to talk about? I think, yeah, I think that we've kind of tapped on a, a lot of the aspects of what we were talking about mm-hmm. and like you were saying as far as like the great loves and stuff that's mm-hmm. the one thing especially like I know you know in your life over time you know the great loves mm-hmm. you know that, that are placed in your lives mm-hmm. you know it's some it's excellent parents yeah you know excellent grandparents yes. aunts uncles cousins yeah you know, auntie you know it's like well I just say aunts and uncles right you know, and cousins and friends and you know and sometimes it's simply like it's I don't know when my my grandmother passed away or whatever. Mm. It was it's like it was a void, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, actually, when my grandparents, I'm just gonna say that in general, because mm-hmm. to, to me, I was full ride. So right. oh. my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, when they pass away, it's like that's that there's a void, yeah, that needs to be filled, yeah. And it's funny because the fact that when I was working. I'm not see where I was working, but when I was I was working this job and I met this elderly woman who reminded me so much, you know, of my grandmother mm. and her spirit and her soul mm. was just so much of love and care. Mm. You mm. know, it was like automatically right. we just clicked. Mm. But there were some things that we would, you know, we would have, you know, tic tacs about, you know, something like that. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it was just like she referred to me as her grandchild, <laughs> you know, so it was like, and that's why I said it, it's like as much as I loved, loved my grandparents, right? you know what I'm saying? Love my grandmother, right? you know, we want to see them. I would always, always say, well, you know, if you want to, if, if you can go to heaven and, you know, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Talk to them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but to have her in my life and be in my life you know, in the present moment. Right. It was like, that was that void that was filled. Mm. 
And you that's know, something. It's like, it's like I said, you know, when I was reading that soulmates can be anybody. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm like, that is like the soulmate. Yeah. Because it's like at that point in time, you don't realize that you may need to mm-hmm. talk to, like, say, your grandmother. Right. You know what I'm saying? And get that different aspect about, you know? Mm-hmm. And she, at that point in time, was not blood to me. Right. You know, but she filled that void. Right. Oh, that's so special. It really you is. Know, so. Yeah. And you know that and that really goes to show um, that bonds are, can be thicker than blood, um, yes. can be as thick as blood. You know, whatever your scenario is. You know, sometimes you know you have the family and the people that are connected to you by blood as what that is, and then you have those people who may not be connected to you by blood, but they're truly connected to you by bond. And it's a choice to have them and, and look at them and consider them like family and somebody that, you know, um, is supposed to be in your life. It's, and I think it's really a blessing when, you know, yeah, yes. when you can meet someone you who can feel, feel that. Yeah, you really do. And uh, again, you just, you may not even realize or know to what extent that person could feel in that. And I, you know, I always say God knows what he's doing and, to that end, he brought that beautiful soul into your life to help fulfill that. And you were probably fulfilling something for her too. Because we all have honorary aunts and uncles and grandparents, you know, right? Right. You know, we have honorary people. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Like, you know, my mother, all my friends, mm-hmm. you know, it's like automatically you're one of her children. That's it. And, it, and that's how she's going to treat you. Yep. I promise you, you go to her house, you're going to clean like the rest of them. <laughs> And that's it. And, 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 and I think that is really such a beautiful thing. It really is. And, you know, um, yeah, cause we all need people, like you said earlier, you know, we need connection. We need to have that ability to really see each other beyond the outside and really from soul to soul, spirit to spirit, you know, essence to essence, whichever form you prefer. And I think sometimes those come out even when you least expect it or, in spite of whatever you think you may be doing on the outside, you know, you're whoever you are as a person. I do feel your true inner being will always shine through. I truly believe right that. that. Yeah, because I, I, I think at that point, Tommy, it's like you, you, you have like a, as they say, like a spiritual connection mm-hmm. to a lot of people. You know yeah. what I'm saying to that person to the yeah. point where it's like. It's going to come out. If Absolutely. you have it in you and the people that you attract, mm-hmm. that you deem like friends yes. or family or any, or even just the fact, like you said, the souls can just connect at that moment. Absolutely. That is, that goes beyond anything else. Yes. And that is a privilege because yeah. that's not, oh, it's a rare thing to find. Yeah. Most certainly is. You don't find it is. in everyone and you don't find it in, in all the time. Yes, right. Because I know that I had, um, had a friend um, one time tell me, we had talked in, we had talked in like I think it was like a year or two mm-hmm. you know and then one day he just called mm. and he was like you were on my mind and I'm like Aww. okay well hey what's going on and right. we just started talking like it's nothing <laughs> and he just stopped and he was like you know he said let me ask you a question mm-hmm. I was like oh he said not really a question but it's kind of like a statement and I was right. like okay what is it he was like you don't find this to be kind of weird <laughs> that we're just picking up from where we left off and right. I was like no, I don't. <laughs> and he was like, I do. And I'm like, well, 
you know, I said a lot of my friendships, this is how it goes. Right, right. just because, you know, it's like out of sight, out of mind, Mm -hmm. that doesn't always necessarily mean that's true. Right. We're just out of sight. Yes. You know, I don't think about you. That's true. That's true. You know, and a lot of times if you think about someone, you'll just, you'll you'll call. Yeah. And you'll be like, hey, you're on my mind. Yeah. Sometimes you can't always do that. Right. So it's like when they pick up the phone and they call you or you do, you, you can eventually make that connection with them. It's as if basically like time hasn't even changed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like no time that was lapsed between the two of you. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And those type of relationships I cherish. Yes. Oh yes. Definitely. Definitely. That's kinda of like how you and I you and I are. Right. You know yeah. It's just that it was years mm-hmm. and then we pick up from where we left off. Right. And it'd be like no I mean no time, even though you know there was a lot of time, it was like no time. A lot of time. You know, and now it's like, oh my gosh, like now you can't imagine it not being <laughs> talk every day right exactly when we talk we make up for the time that we you know because we both have busy lives yeah we'll pick up from where we left off right that's so true and it's like and it's very effortless so you know with that i mean yes uh we're kindred spirits (laughs) and i love it you know right like i said i like my i love that i have friendships like that yeah me too relationships yes oh my gosh of course i mean it really just feels like a natural fit it felt natural to do that and you know in a way it's kind of making up a little bit too for all that time you know (laughs) you know and it just hearing the perspectives that we have and i think it's just great and you're just a great conversationalist so yeah i so you know wholeheartedly appreciate you doing this with me because i don't really see it being any other way so (laughs) It just works this way, you know, and I really appreciate that, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited that for the opportunity. Oh, my gosh, you know, I'm so excited for the opportunity. And I'm glad. And we, we got so much more to come, <laughs> you know, and we're just having fun, y'all, because let me tell you what, community, we are just getting started in this uh, series. So, you know, you hold on to those bootstraps because <laughs> it's going to be a ride. <laughs> No, we are not going nowhere. In the luscious words of P. Diddy. But yes, we have to um, definitely, definitely keep this going because, I mean, it's just really nice to just really sit, just talk about things, you know? It's nice to just have a relaxing conversation with a cup of coffee, cup of tea, cup of anything you like, you know, and just 
really dive into things and just, I don't know, bring back those days, like you said, about the writing the letters. This is kind of like writing a letter, you know, <laughs> that kind of feel. Let's just have a, yeah, let's have a conversation. Let's connect, you know, and this is such a wonderful way of doing that. So I am so appreciative for you coming on and, and doing this with me, Bridget. I really am. And for you, you. yes, absolutely. And for you, you for asking me again. Of course. And community, you know, we are so glad that you were able to listen into uh, another episode. I hope that you were enjoying it. We hope that you're enjoying as much as we are enjoying sharing these topics and conversations. So of course, we would love to know how you feel, what your thoughts are about soulmates and kindred spirits. So, you know, drop us a comment, um, definitely in the comment section on the platform, if you're unable to do so, which I hope that you will be able to do so by following this podcast. Also, you can connect with me at um, Instagram at Motivate Inspire Mentor. And I'm also on Twitter too at Sweet Motivation and that's S-U-I-T-E for sweet. So, you know, make sure you're connecting with us and tell us how you feel about, you know, these areas. We would really like to know. Um, I think it's so fun to just have the community response and interaction as well. So yeah, again, thank you so much for tuning in. I wish you as always a blessed rest of your week and I am so looking forward to spending more time with you next time so until then please be blessed be safe and always always put you first (laughs) make sure you're making yourself a priority all right y'all well until next time bye Bye -bye. (laughs) bye-bye